Blog Talk Radio. Welcome in to a special dose of Buffa here. Dan Buffa, your host, is November 28th. Cannot believe we're already almost at Christmas. 10 p.m. And what I do here, kind of an impromptu fashion, I always uh, kind of do these things last minute, get a chance to talk to somebody pretty cool or just want to shoot the shit or discuss a few things. But tonight, you know, uh, last month I had Adam Simon, writer, uh, actor. He's in a, he's writing the next uh, Netflix film, Point Blank. He's in a, He's going to write the next Raid film uh, remake. But tonight I have Patty McKinley, who directed the wonderful, fascinating Netflix series Fight World. But he also directed four episodes of one of my favorite shows, probably of all time, the short, the, the too short, canceled too soon DirecTV series Kingdom, which also centered around fighters an MMA family uh, led by Frank Grillo's Albie Kalina, Jonathan Tucker, uh, Nick Jonas. Yeah, but Fight World, which premiered on October 12th on Netflix, five episodes, Frank Grillo, the actor, my boy, the guy that I pretty much dedicate about 55, 60% of my Instagram feed to, spoken to him many times over the years. People know him mostly as Crossbones, but he's more just one of the bad, most badass actors on the planet. He was in The Purge Anarchy. He was in Purge Election Year. He was the star of Kingdom as Albi Kalina in, in an Emmy-worthy performance. He was also a great in Joe Carnahan's The Grey, uh, Gavin O'Connor's uh, Pride and Glory. I mean, disconnect with uh, Jason Bateman. There's just so many things that he's done, but his passion, his passion project, Frank Without, was also Fight World, which is kind of like the late Anthony Bourdain's uh, Parts Unknown, where he went around to different parts of the country and just sought out these food cultures and ate their food, talked to the people who lived there. Well, Frank did something where it's just you take out the food and you put in fighting. He went to Mexico. He went to Israel. He went to Senegal. He went to Myanmar, Thailand. It's just so in, uh, you know, in, infusing as far as if you're a fight fan, he talks to the people. He fights with uh, fellow fighters at the gym. He, he learns their way of fighting. I mean, we got, you know, Krev Maga and Israel. We have, uh, you know, I mean, uh, it's just so much, so much greatness. I mean, learning, you know, just all kinds of martial arts in Thailand. It's it's, it's the art of the nine, the eight limbs, and then the art of the in, in, in Myanmar, it's the art of the nine limbs. They're firing headbutts, and it's just it's fascinating. It's something that I couldn't get enough of. I've watched it almost three times. Uh, it's five episodes, but. Patty McKinley was the director and he directed all five episodes and him and Frank just kind of go around with a great camera crew and they capture this, these people. And one, they get Patty on for a few weeks and finally my slow ass got the time to get him on 
to discuss the series, talk about Kingdom, just kind of wax poetically about fighters. And let me go ahead and welcome Patty into the discussion. Thank you, Dan. How are you? Good, man. Long time, man. I swear if I was any more on top of things, this wouldn't happen like on October 28th. But here we are, past Thanksgiving, as 2018 is just running away from us. I can't believe we're already getting ready to celebrate a new year. But the great thing about is they do. Uh, I want to, if I have a superpower, I'm going to slow down time and just be able to stop the clock. But one of the things that this year did bring us, and I've been waiting for this show for a long time, was Fight World. And I interviewed Frank Patty about two years ago. And he kind of teased me. He's like, you know, I was talking to him about Purge election year. He's like, I'm going to do this show where it's going to be like Anthony Bourdain, but you put in fighting for food. Where did the <laughs> where did the, the genesis, where did the origin of Fight World, the new Netflix streaming series, where did this start? Well, I was uh, editing Wheelman for uh, for Joe and Frank uh, and Jeremy Rush. And they they told me about this project, and I thought it was a great idea. But the the origin of it was a little different. It wasn't wasn't particularly based on um, sort of a, a small documentary. It was based on originally Frank was going to um, sort of learn fighting styles. Like say say our first trip was uh, Thailand. He was going to train yeah. Muay Thai, and then, and then at the the selling point was he was going to fight a Muay Thai fight. And as soon as we touched down on the ground, we we not only was it not a great idea because either more than likely Frank was going to knock someone out, which isn't, doesn't look pretty good. Or Frank, you know, Frank, was, you know, <laughs> there was, there was no real good outcome, let's say. Um, <laughs> and it also, it, it wasn't going to really sustain for, you know, uh, six or 12 or 18 episodes, let's say. So we, um, the idea was to make it something more heartfelt and more, more of a bit of a documentary, a bit of a verite style documentary. And um, when we got there, the secondary and tertiary stories often often came to the forefront. And that's what made Fight World uh, a little bit unique. And, of course, obviously Frank's uh, personality and passion for fighting, his, um, his sort of charisma, that's, that's what really um, – the, the, the amalgamation of those two things was what, what, I, what I feel, and obviously I'm biased, made uh, Fight World great. And really it's – I mean – and speaking to him so often, Frank, he he's, he's, he he immerses himself in whatever he does. And I think oh, one man. of the things that made Fight World so great was that it's not just like a guy going, yep, here's a gym, here's fighters. Frank is like a kid on Halloween. He is wanting to get yeah. sweaty, throw some punches. I think that adds a lot because you can't have just any actor. You can't have, oh, here's Matt Damon. He's trying to do this and that. And then he talks to fighters. Frank? wants to be one of these people. And I think that really makes the show work. Okay. Dan, let me take it a step further. Um, when Frank walks into the gym uh, and in particular, uh, a lot of times he'll walk into the gym before we, we ever came there, but a guy who walks into a gym and his hair is six inches tall and he's uh, you know, <laughs> a Hollywood star and he's got a camera crew following him the automatic reaction for fighters in the gym would be to say, this guy's a Hollywood guy. He's a, um, he's a prima donna, whatever. Invariably uh, and unequivocally, these guys watch Frank fight at, at his age, you know, over, over 50 years old. And within five or 10 minutes, they respect the hell out of the guy. 
uh, by proxy. They they let us uh, film them. They they trust us. They um, they open their their sometimes their homes, often their their stories, and without a doubt, their gyms to us. And so that that was you know a big part of it was Frank's physicality, his um, his uh, willingness to trade to to be part of them, and that's uh, that's a big deal for us you know, on, on the show. And really, one of the things I took away from it is that I've always been fascinated by fighters. I've been watching boxing since I could, since I could walk. I, I love two guys getting into women. I mean, getting into a ring and putting it all on the line. I mean, I think uh, Jim Lampley on HBO Boxing said it great. He said, you know, they don't play boxing. You get in there and you fight, and it may not end well for you. And I think that fighters get a bad rap. And I put this in my review which I wrote for KSTK. I could have written 4,000 words, but my, my guy mm-hmm. at KSTK probably wouldn't publish it. But outsiders just don't understand how important this sport is to people and to their culture. And I think that's what the series really gets into. How did you and Frank go about finding that connection? Was it just going among these people, like you said, earning their trust, or was it kind of just did it take some time with, with certain locations? That's a that's a great and very insightful question, Dan. Um, it's um, uh, wow. There's you know we met we met a lot of people along the way, and and, and people have really really changed my life. And uh, I, I saw Frank twice last week. We uh, we went out twice last week when I was, I was I'm in Toronto right now, and, and I was in LA last week, and I saw saw Frank on uh, the Tuesday before excuse me the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, the Friday, and we we spoke a lot about these fighters and, and very much about the question you just asked. Um, it's it's few and far between because when you meet a guy like uh, Julio Cesar Chavez or even Buakau, oh, yeah. these these guys are this is not the same as meeting the the 21 year old recovering addict who's boxing in prison to uh, help her 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 herself and 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 by by helping herself helping her five year old son. So it takes all kinds, but what it takes is um, it takes a certain courage. It, in, in a weird way, possibly a certain desperation. Um, it takes um, heart, it, and it takes uh, you know the most obvious one, toughness. You know to, to throw your hands and let your hands go, especially in the in the face of being hit. And um, yeah. you know fighters are like no other. And, and you know if if anyone's ever been out there and trained at a boxing gym or you know ever ever had to defend something that they've ever wanted in their life. Uh, you know, it, there's courage and there's there's heart involved, and that that's what makes these people really interesting. You know, that's that's my take, and I think that's why Fight World is um, was special like that. For sure, we're talking about with Patty McKinley, the director of Fight World, and also one of my favorite shows, and one of the shows I will continue to complain to DirecTV about that we haven't gotten the final season. Is, Keep complaining uh, that show. Yes, sir. I am going to. Patty, I, I love one of the things I love to do with my outlet at KSDK is complain and really just kind of like put put some put something in my scope and just kind of go after it because I'm I have way too much passion. If you haven't really gotten that from my Instagram and and Facebook oh, feed, I, but I, I know it. I feel it, man. You are a champion, and you are you are uh, you are uh, a, a, a hero of mine for championing this cause, which I think is uh, one of the finest. Uh, uh, TV shows ever, ever made. And I, I don't say that because I was related to it. I, I respect the hell out of the actors, respect the hell out of Byron, uh, respect the hell out of everyone who got involved in it. And everyone put everything they had into it. And I'll put us up with, up with the Sopranos or, 
or Breaking Bad or whatever. And it's not oh, for yeah. everybody, but it, it is that level of TV as far as I'm concerned. I once told Frank that I'm essentially like the Midwest, have you watched Kingdom yet? And when people, I tell people that, they go, what is that? And I go, okay, you need to sit down and I'm gonna give me about 35 hours of your time and I'm going to show you because what this show is, it's a great companion piece to Fight World because what this show does is it doesn't really deal with, with what the fighters dealt with in the ring. It's what they deal with out of it. You know, I told Jonathan Tucker one time, you can't punch your electric bill. You know, you can't punch right. your failing relationship. It's just, I mean, it's one. Of, that's why I love that Byron and Frank and Jonathan and Matt, it wasn't just a show. You guys were trying to go for something else. And I think both shows do that in a way. You guys try to go beneath the surface. Well, it's funny, man. It's funny because I, I grew up, um, you know, training and, and, and fighting and uh, playing. Obviously, I was heavily in the sports when I was a kid. But you know, at a certain age, I, I got into filmmaking, you know, and um, film editing, film film directing it later in my, in my career. And um, I had the misfortune, maybe possibly fortune, of turning down a lot of uh, TV pilots that I, I regretted turning down from, from Homeland to Dexter to... Um, you know, a few others, and I got this script. A yeah. friend of mine who was directing the first two, a guy named Adam Davidson, sent me these two scripts, of the first two episodes of Kingdom. And I called him back after I read the first script, and I said, man, come, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to be polite. My, my language is used a lot worse, since I'm not sure we can swear on the show, but um, I said, man. <laughs> Whatever, I, man. Fire it away. Good. I can't fucking miss this shit, is what I said. I can't not be part of this. Um, and <laughs> I, I swear, I got Dan. I got to ask you a serious question right now. Uh, a little aside, what's your opinion of uh, Fernay Branca and uh, uh, CBD drops at the same time? What was that? Fernay Branca, the uh, the liqueur, and uh, and uh, someone's trying to uh, Willie, who's my my right hand man, who's cut uh, Kingdom with me and the Fight World with me, is sitting right next to me trying to feed me Fernay Branca. And uh, hybrid tincture uh, marijuana drops. I, I feel bad <laughs> idea. You're gonna have to clue me in. This could be a good idea. I'm not sure. Um, the last ten well. minutes of this podcast. podcast could be amazing. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> we just go from uh, talking to all of a sudden we're in a, a lucid state. I mean, hey, man, this is what this is the this is this is podcast. <laughs> I, I can I just do what I want. I mean, there's people. There's AM radio where you go on and you can't say shit, fuck, and, you know, you get the radio you can't to shut say shit down. Or fuck. Just, no, you can't. And I did an AM radio show for about two years, and every time I had it before, I had to go, can't, can't, can't say fuck, can't say shit. Okay, get it all out right now. But that's why I like talking to guys like you is that it's just, and here is it, it's unfiltered. And and, and right. that's where I think a lot of your work is. I mean, I'm looking over your work. You've done so many editing jobs and I think that's one of the hardest things to do in Hollywood is to take okay it's basically somebody giving you a large meal and you have to carve it into like two plates of food it's not easy to do man I mean you've you, had a you, long career you, you almost nailed my main example about editing my main example about editing is when you direct it and you shoot it you're buying the groceries when you take in the editing you're cooking the meal <laughs> That's 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 the easiest way to think about it, and um, that's that's really especially 
uh, I started in this business when I was pretty young, when I was in my teens, and my uncle was a very uh, well-renowned film editor. Uh, he cut uh, everything from, say, Gallipoli to Truman Show to Dead Poets Society. Uh, he's a very, very well-renowned uh, guy. He's also a total thug who uh, who's beat more people's asses on the street than I've ever seen in my life. He's he's an Irish street kid who happened to stumble upon a oh, very lucrative career. Um, he he's my mentor, my hero, but. Um, that's that's how I got in this business. Back then, when there was still film and, and you had to wind film and, and cut on film, it was different. Nowadays, as in the editorial business, which I you know I get a little bit further away from each year, um, it's you're responsible for the sound, the music, the um, the, the sound design, the, the dialogue editing, the um, visual effects, the color. Everything comes through there. So realistically, on a film, a feature film, or uh, a TV show, especially a TV show like Kingdom, as, as we were talking about, um, you're you take on, you know, a, a giant amount of responsibility. And so, you know, Kingdom, in the non-acting process, was uh, Byron as my captain, and I was his, uh, I was Spock to him. You know, he was he was Kirk, I was Spock. You know? Yeah. And and I, so, and I, love I mean, it. really, I just read Byron's latest uh, pilot yesterday, and I'm telling you, man, Byron's. Uh, He's just gotten started with Kingdom. He's just gotten started. He's got three out there right now. Oh, all of them are well, one's more brilliant than the rest. He he's just you know, and, and the thing about it with, with Kingdom was it was just the writing. And one of the things I wanted to ask you about was the the way that it was wrapped up, lie down in the in, in the light. Jonathan yeah. Tucker's speech in in the middle of the ring about Nate and homosexuality and combat sports. Yeah. You know, it starts out as one thing, and then it just kind of becomes another. How was it? And Tucker, who I just think is like the Joker of Hollywood, because he can just slip into so many characters. How was it to shoot that scene? It it it, it just kind of built levels and levels of power. Oh man! Well, I'll tell you, you, you you're Dan. You are a very insightful guy, man. I, you are. Um, what, what the questions you keep asking are really striking, uh, really true and pure chords. Um, uh, that, I that appreciate it, man. I, I try to ask yeah. good ones. Oh man, I'll tell you, but you, you also, I can tell that you, you, you know what you're talking about, which is, which is awesome. I mean, I, I really respect that. Um, that scene, you have to remember, uh, the entire crew, the entire kingdom crew went out on location to Ontario, California for three days, which if you knew anything about the, um, kingdom crew, letting someone on location, giving them hotel rooms to, uh, literally, some of the guys brought an entire craft brewery with them. Uh, oh, wow. Not just, they, had, they had a brewery system in their hotel room. Uh, me and Tuck and Byron showed up one night, and they were making beer in their hotel room. Um, it, 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 so we went out there, and this was a different style for Kingdom. But what we had to do is we had to shoot about uh, in three days. I'm, I'm just putting it together in my head here. Something around um, 20 no, maybe 30 to 35 pages worth of material, which is a lot, a, a ton. Oh, and a lot wow. of it is we yeah. have to coming into the, uh, into, the, into the arena and contemplating things where he was sitting in the, in the uh, chairs, Hughes coming into the arena, Lisa coming into the arena, Frank warming up. Um, we had to shoot the fight, of course, which was five rounds. It was the first time we ever did a five-round fight. And most importantly, probably, as you, as you just mentioned, Dan, was we had to do Tucker's speech, which is the maybe the most important emotional moment in the scene. Excuse me, in the in the entire series, aside from yeah. Frank's 
uh, Frank's uh, high watermarks where he he called Nick the F word, and then of course the the penultimate excuse me, the ultimate shot of the season, the series, where he um, he limps back to the, the the dressing room. So what happened? In, in it's a great shot, by the way, man. Oh, thank you, man. And, well, um, you, you I mean, just to, next the way it, the way it, that it, it ended on his face, and it didn't really have a wrap up. See, a lot of shows want to mess that up. I think they want to try to show too much. Where you're just showing a guy who just beat somebody, but he's never going to be able to take back what he said to his son. And, and I think that oh, the pain in his face is just everything right there. But he had a great night. Yeah, you had some shitty happen in your day. You went out and you had a. a a million dollar time drinking, drinking alcohol and having fun, listening to music. And you wake up in the morning and guess what? Nothing. Everything's gotten worse. When he wins that fight and he limps back to the thing, and that's actually three shots stitched together, which is crazy because Frank had, had really hurt himself uh, training for that. So we, we couldn't run uh, down the hallway three times because Frank's knee was hurting and he'd broken his hand when, when he fought Hughes, which well, Frank will never tell you that. He won't admit to it, but he had a broken hand. Uh, so we had oh, to, wow. if you look at it, we, we cut, cut on the wall and we cut in the, in the darkness near, near the shower. Um, what, what that is, is um, there's, there's a certain serendipity of someone who is like Byron writes and he writes him from the heart and uh, not to sell Byron out too much, but between um, the uh, suicide storylines on the show and pregnancies that, sort of, you know, or miscarriage. These are all very, very close yeah. to all of our, our, our hearts, you know, um, between, uh, you know, Byron and, and cast members. And when, when we shot that last shot and, and Byron was sitting right next to me at the time, and I said, look, if we, at the time we, we had been picked up and not yet canceled, which was a funny thing. It's a very rare thing to be picked up and then canceled. Byron said, yeah. you know what, if we go out on this, this is we. I'm not sure. We, I'm not sure I could write better. I'm not sure we could do better. And uh, we knew that going in, and we were very proud of that last shot. Very, very proud of the last episode. Uh, for my money, I think it's uh, the last two episodes of Kingdom are two of the best, and I'll put them with two of the best um, episodes of, of um, cinematic TV out there. Um, I'm, I'm super proud of them, and I'm, I'm super proud of my friends. You know, uh, Byron, Tuck, Mac, Frank, obviously. Um, uh, Loria, uh, Keeley, they're, 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 they're the best. We had an amazing time doing it. And, um, you know, there's nothing that, you can't ask for anything more, you know, you really can't. And I think that the great thing about television is that, you know, in movies that they're always just sitting there waiting for you to pick them up. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like a beat up baseball glove. You know, you can just, <laughs> you know, I mean, I could watch kingdom in like 20 years with my kid and go, Hey, this is this is pretty fresh. I mean, and all of the morals and all the tales in it, and the things that really strike are like you know the the parts with Jay and how he's trying to be good, but he can't resist the temptations. I think that were built into him by his mom, and then he's also got a lot of Alvy in him, where he's just a lot of rage. Oh, yeah. And I oh, and man. I think you see that in Fight World, where you see these guys. I mean, just getting into a ring. And I mean, one person, I think it's, it was in the trailer where he says, I'm not trying to beat the other person. We're trying to beat ourselves. And that yeah. just, that, that pretty much is the epitome of that series that these people, they, they do this really to kind of find the truth in themselves. And I'm fascinated by that. Again, you're, you're, um, 
your radar is very sharp, Dan. Uh, those guys were fighters. The guy who said that was a um, uh, just a, I think it was a medical student or, or um, maybe a law student in Thailand, and he was doing this thing called Fight, Fight Club Thailand. And he wants to go out there and challenge himself. He felt like he, he hadn't lived um, his life as, as far as he, he thought he'd been sheltered and he hadn't done this. So he went out there and he was, this was his third fight, I think, this kid. And, uh, yeah. you know, third fight ever, not, not street fight, anything. This, you know, this is sort of a, uh, a referee fight. And it was amazing to watch these guys. And afterwards, the respect they had for each other, the um, calmness, the, they, they were they were really cool guys, you know, and it was, it was a, it was a bit of a strange promotion because uh, it was a little bit illegal. And these guys definitely wanted to have a, um, a vibe about them. That was sort of the, the Brad Pitt at Norton fight club. And they called it fight club Thailand. Yeah. And <laughs> it, was, it was a trip, but what it did for these guys was, was insane. And um, when you talk about Jake Kalina, there's a guy we met in Myanmar and um, he, he was a bigger character for us than even on the show. And he's a pretty main, he's a pretty main character on the show. His name was Potah. And Potah reminded me a lot of Jay Kalina. Um, I don't think Potah always told the truth. Um, came from a, a weirdly enough, a wealthy family, which was the, the only, only guy we met along this whole, the, all, all these six countries came from a wealthy family, but he had this, this thing where he needed to prove himself. And he had, he had, um, the demons that he wanted to literally fight out. Yeah, and this was a this was a cool guy to meet. You know, and then, by the way, when I say it's a cool guy to meet, every guy we met along the way was uh, something else special. You know, from Israel to Brazil to Mexico to Thailand, Myanmar, and and Senegal. You know, for sure. And you know, one of the parts of the series, I'm we're used to seeing Frank as like the badass action hero, but when he was in uh, Israel. And that yeah. and that officer is telling him Aton to Aton. kick him. And it's the Aton only Aton. time I've ever seen Frank really go, I don't really want to kick you. Because Frank is a guy that wants to – he once said, I have to punch things and I have to get punched. But I think in that moment, I don't think Frank wanted to kick that guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I don't remember you being with us, but you must have been there with us. Everything you're saying tonight is is insane. Uh, it's you're you're so dialed in on this man. Um, Aton Cohen was his name. He was uh, the first time I was introduced to him. They said you'll never, you'll recognize him. You'll recognize him. He's super soldier. Um, Aton was <laughs> a man is. of uh, he he was an intense motherfucker for starters. Let's just say that um, he cared deeply about few things in life like his country, his family, his religion, and um, his, his training, his, his mechanism of, of being a human fucking uh, weapon. Um, Machine, yeah. Frank, Frank is a much, and, and Frank, I hope he doesn't ever listen to this, but I'm going to say this because I'd like to keep him on, at, 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 uh, at uh, arm's length because I can't, I can't give up too much. I can't tell him because I like the guy. Um, Frank is an extremely complex guy. He's a, he is a very, very sensitive, smart, well-educated, um, fucking kind of a weird dude, you know, who also happens to be a badass fucking athlete and he's kind of a bad motherfucker, you know? And he's, um, yeah, he's, he's got, he's got so many layers to him where the one that he projects the most you know, projects the most to the to the public 
was is the sort of the 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 harder guy, the the you know that guy. And when he met Aton, Aton was all those things times ten. And it, it, well, I didn't show you. I didn't I didn't cut in much of what we met with Aton. Aton had a stable of dogs. He took us to his weapons cache. He he um they both rode motorcycles. He did everything that Frank did, but he was um. You know, these guys in Israel, they've all been either blown up or um, shot at or this. And, and Frank, it was, it was really cool to see Frank amongst the guys. It was really cool to see Aton say, you know, you and me are, are brothers. You know, we, we, we get each other. But this was a hard dude, man. This, this guy was hard. You know what the joke is, though, in Israel? What's that? The most philosophical, the most philosophical guy was just this bald, this bald guy. He's a young, youngish guy. He's in his 30s. Nothing wrong with bald people, Dan, by the way. I'm just gonna go ahead and say. Oh that. no! <laughs> Bald people with beards. I'm some of my favorite people in the world. Um, this that, guy was right. He had him right. Uh, this was um, Giora Orman. What was his name? And um, Giora was the guy who taught martial arts, and he spoke very philosophically at the in the trailer and stuff. Everyone said that guy who didn't look like much, he beat everybody's asses there. He's the guy who was showing uh, Frank about the knife fighting. And they said that's about a yeah. motherfucker in Israel. That's the thing about that guy. He's funny. Yeah, he, he, he didn't. Have, what's funny is he doesn't. He doesn't challenge Frank for Frank. He's just super mellow, super Bruce Lee. This, yeah, he's um, very super mellow. He's very well spoken too. He's 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 my uh, him and another guy you'll see on that episode. Uh, and I hope who listens to this. Yoav, uh, Yoav. Uh, I can't remember Yoav's last name. I don't remember it, but I'm I'm drinking. Uh, I'm I'm drinking weed. Um, which is not good. Uh, came literally to my best friends I ever met in my life. I, I respect them as much as anyone I ever met, and um, they're just bad. They're just they were cool dudes, you know. And we weren't trying to make something political. We're just trying to say that this is this this is a situation in uh, Israel, and um, you know, this is take it or leave it, you know. Yeah, and and really, the biggest question is is that I think how much footage is there? Is there going to be a second season? Is there a, a go-ahead on that? I mean, people are craving this stuff now more. And I like it with the same thing with Kingdom. More people are getting it as the weeks go on. Like, there's a new article yeah. about it, which I love to see the articles. I love to see stuff like this get pushed. But is there going to be – I know you have more footage. Is there going to be a second season, or is, is there a possibility? Yeah, I think there is. Here, here's the main thing, Dan, is there's um, a huge want because um, – Frank and I have known each other very casually since 2004, 2005. Uh, we became we became good friends when I started direct, when I started working on Kingdom, and, and then further when I started directing Kingdom. And of course, that led me them them wanting me to direct. Uh, that, I mean, them uh, Joe and Frank wanted me to direct Fight World. Fight World, me and Frank became very good friends. You know, further friends. What's more important oh, is yeah, the guys sure. who made Fight World. The, there were four brothers who came with us. Uh, uh, the Parson brothers from, from Portland, Oregon, uh, a, a sound guy, Kamal uh, Humphrey from L.A. We, we became lifelong friends and brothers. Every one of us wanted to do it, and I put together five new episodes, and I'll, I'll give you, the, um, I'll give you the, uh, the lowdown on them right now. We want to go to um, uh, uh, Madagascar to watch this fighting style. Oh, great. And Merengue is this fighting style. And again, you know, it's about the, the secondary tertiary story where, you know, what the heart is in it. 
from Marangi's is a bare knuckle fighting style, no no holds barred, where you either win by knockout, you lose by knockout. Uh, if you're un, unable to defend yourself, you cannot. Uh, that's that's how it ends. Uh, it's uh, probably the most action sport in the world. Um, it could be. It's it's going to be a great episode of Firewall. We're going to go to Cuba, where Cuba has by from 1968 onwards has by, won by a far margin, a, a, a big margin, has won more gold medals and, and Olympic medals than any other country. All of these guys in their in the communist country do not defect, and by not defecting, they they, they forego tens of millions of dollars for professional fighters. That, oh that, wow! That's what happens is they also live in poverty. A lot of these guys sell their gold medals. They sell their, their shorts that they wore in the thing. And a lot of these guys will give uh, boxing lessons for $6 an hour. So we're going to go there, and then we're going to come back through Miami, and we're going to meet guys like uh, Guillermo um, Rigandau and tell us what, what defecting did for him. Uh, we're going to go to Italy, and we're going to see the most violent sport on earth, which is uh, called uh, Calcio Storico. And it's basically football, but it's supposed to blocking. Uh, each guy fights each other. Uh, when you put a man down, you got a better chance of scoring. It is uh, traditional. It's been it's happening for nearly 400 years. It's only it's only four four matches a year uh, because of the violence. Uh, they just two years oh, yeah. banned ex convicts from it. That's that's what you need to know about that. That's crazy. <laughs> no. uh, the one closest to my heart, which I'm trying to do a feature length documentary on, is we're going to go to Dagestan. And Dagestan is not only oh, home wow. to the greatest, the greatest wrestling uh, culture on earth. Uh, they're pugnacious. They've been, uh, they've been brought up by the Soviets. They are a, uh, a very singular and very pridefully um, um, uh, independent country uh, who, who raises all these gold medalists. But also, Dan, it's the number one place in the world for the Islamic insurgency. So there's more Dagestanians fighting in Syria right now than there are Syrians uh, against against the Western culture. It's the most dangerous place in the world. Fight World wants to go there. Uh, that's where we're going to go. Oh, we're going to see these guys. Um, and then I think to top it off with our fifth episode, we're going to go see guys um, who, if they want to get into this fighting profession, they need to adhere to a very, very strict regimen, including their hairstyle, their eating style, and they, they come into a caste system which the lowest guy on the cast will literally do everything from cook to pick up shit for the oldest guy on the cast system. The unfortunate part about this fighting style, and I'll tell you what it is in a second, is that once you're done with the fighting style, that very thing that made you is the thing, that, very thing that will break you later in life, which is that you're, you're used to a, being in a militaristic sort of environment, and uh, you've, you've forgiven health and you've forgiven, uh, excuse me, foregone health and foregone family, Forgotten career for this, and that's the sumo wrestlers in Japan. Uh, so we want to do uh, sumos coming up and sumos coming down in Japan, and that's our five episodes for the next um, season of Fire World, and we really want to do it. Can't wait, man. Well, hey, man, I, I appreciate you taking the time, man. I, I know you're you're busy, and uh, I've been wanting to do this for a while, and I think we're gonna have to do a series of chats because we got so much more to discuss. But we're about right out, run out of time here. But hey, Patty, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. Well, we'll have to stay in touch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spread this around. Yeah, man, uh, I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm, hey, man, I, I gotta say this. I gotta say this to you. I really appreciate what you, uh, your, your understanding of uh, Kingdom, Wheelman, Fight World. Uh, not, not so much as a, a viewer, but as a, uh, a cinematic 
your your cinematic expertise, your um, your critique on it. I I really appreciate your promotion of us. I really appreciate your um, your passion, and and I, I appreciate your words, man. You're you're a cool cat with smart words, and uh, I look forward to chatting a lot, Dan. Yeah, man. I mean, hey, it, it, the, the thing is, I, I've known Frank. I've talked to Frank for like five years, and anybody he brings me into, like, I mean, any friends he has and people he works with, they're about as good as him. I mean, I've I've spoken to him like six or seven times, and every time I seem to kind of find and learn and meet somebody else in his life that I just kind of appreciate and become a big fan of, and people like Chris and they, they spars with and Joe. And I mean, I mean, that, I mean, you're you're basically in that circle now, man. So I'm I'm really happy to know you. Yeah, those are my boys, man. I mean, Joe and Frank uh, are are my friend, and I, I consider Frank one of my my really really close friends these days. And uh, you know, man, I'm I'm happy you're 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 watching. I'm happy we're talking, man. I, I love talking to you. And I, I when I come through St. Louis, me and you are gonna go. Uh, uh, you're gonna you're gonna have to take the next night off next day off probably you're gonna have to tell your wife and your kids that uh daddy ain't gonna be no good the next day so we're gonna go out and have a few drinks <laughs> oh yeah for sure man I'm, I'm i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get a hold of frank and get him on this podcast too we can all just oh, kind sure. of uh bullshit together because it's, it's always fun talking to, but we won't to him and i yeah you know, you know, frank's on what's up oh no for frank we, yeah, frank we won't get to talk <laughs> he's very us. <laughs> He's the best, man. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you, man. No problem, man. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good night. No doubt. You too, pal. Talk to you soon. Later. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that is it. Uh, that was Patty McKinley, director of Fight World, the director of Kingdom, some of the best episodes, two series that you have to track down. I don't care if you have to break into the DirecTV headquarters to get the final season of Kingdom. Go on Netflix and stream the five episodes of Fight World. There's going to be more. Madagascar, uh, Dagestan, Italy. I mean, you, you heard them. I mean, it's Cuba, sumo wrestling. I mean, I'm telling you, they're, they're not going to stop. It's just going to keep getting better and better. Uh, but We'll be talking to Patty again when he's got more updates on it, but hope you enjoyed the chat. This will be shareable at the same link that I'm going to share on Facebook, Dan Buffa, Twitter, at Buff82, at Buff82 on Instagram. It will be on iTunes for the Apple, the iPhone users. Uh, it will be my podcast on there is A Dose of Buffa. It's been going on for a couple of years now. This will be on there probably later tonight or early tomorrow morning. You can listen to it while you're running, while you're hitting a speed bag, while you're listening to your wife tell you what groceries you have to get. You're not listening to her because you're listening to the show. Whenever you have to do it, uh, just listen to it. Patty is a passionate dude. He works with one of my favorite guys, probably one of my heroes, and Frank and Joe Carnahan and these badass fighters uh thanks for listening and i don't know when the next episode will be i when i do these i just kind of do them i talk to interesting people and i come here and we just get to chat so thanks for listening to a dose of buffalo with patty mckinley and until next time uh enjoy some good coffee have a good steak and live a good life good night